0: Welcome to Create Photography, a podcast all about the creative side of photography. This is Daniel Sig. In today's episode, I will have a conversation with Sandra Catanea Adorno. Sandra Catanea Adorno is a photographer originally from Brazil. Sandra is the recipient of international awards and her work has been exhibited and published worldwide. Well, Sandra, uh, welcome to Create Photography. I'm so excited to speak with you today.
1: Thank you. It's a, really an honor and a pleasure.
0: Oh, wonderful. Wonderful. So, my first question, Sandra, where are you at the moment?
1: <laughs> well, now I'm in London. I okay. just came back. I was in California, then I went to Alaska, and oh. it was a wonderful trip, very exciting. And then I came here, and I'm in London for the last 10 days, and my daughter lives here, so I came to okay. visit her. Nice. So it's very nice. I'm very happy to be here also. I That's travel great. a lot, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. so Covid had slowed me down a little bit, but That's not too I much. That's what I assumed. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but not too much. I've not been traveling. Much. I've been. Try- I have the vaccine, so I've been traveling a lot. So, okay. So it's just it's more. I mean, more difficult to travel because of all the papers and the bureaucracy. But I'm still trying to to do things.
0: Okay. Wonderful. So yeah, and I, I actually read about you that you are a globe trotter. So so so, so you would you agree with that? Would you agree with that yes. categorization? Yeah, yes, okay, for
1: sure. And I like it. You know, uh, I like this nomadic uh, kind of life. I like to be in different places. I li- I lived in many different places, mm-hmm. uh, and um, my my parents sent me to boarding school when I was 12 and mm. from then on I just moved to many different and I love the experience of mm-hmm. um, different cultures different people different accents house hours yes. <laughs> different food uh, right. mm-hmm. I I really and I like it's a funny thing I like to get in and out in and mm-hmm. out you know mm-hmm. it's uh I don't <laughs> like to spend let's say too long in a place i like to get Mm -hmm. in uh stay a month Mm
2: -hmm. then get
1: out and um it's that movement it it excites me a lot to do that i i Mm -hmm. it's very challenging and i like the challenge i like the challenge
0: oh that's very interesting yeah yeah and and so well well that brings me kind of to your photography, because you took a photo- so i read you took a photography course in the summer of two thousand and thirteen it was a workshop with Alex Webb in Barcelona yes in Barcelona so, in so Barcelona. that sounds very exciting of course but tell me tell me about that specific experience and perhaps how it affected or changed you
1: uh, I never took photography in my life I had you know that those little Cameras, you know, Mm -hmm. that you throw away or the The little Sony ones. Uh, I never had the camera. I never took pictures. I, and my, but my daughter, she went her minor in college. She went Mm -hmm. to Sarah Lawrence in the States and her minor was photography. So she was very interested in photography and she gave me this wonderful birthday, 60th birthday present that was to accompany her to this workshop but when I arrived there she was of the level of the other people but I had no idea what I needed to do and it was a joke because I was so so but so so bad and and it was I was so ashamed because everyone showed the pictures of the day before my picture was horrible <laughs> and i i went to alex and rebecca i said look if you don't need you don't need to show my pictures because they are so bad don't lose your time <laughs> and it was a lot of fun to at 60 to see something that i had never paid attention uh, and basically to pay attention to people around me and i had never paid that i had i did pay attention to nature around me Mm -hmm. because in brazil our house is inside the forest so that was an experience that opened my eyes to nature we -hmm. have monkeys in brazil we have uh, uh, snakes we have reptiles we we, (laughs) it's wild really Mm
2: -hmm.
1: really forest life with the nice and the dangerous things, but in, uh, I never thought, you know, I always went to the streets to go from A to B. I never looked around, looked Mm -hmm. how people, you know, moved or dressed or, I never paid attention. So the photography made me pay attention to, Mm -hmm. to a new world. And it was really fascinating to to discover this and i have to say that alex and rebecca were extremely kind mm-hmm. and extremely patient <laughs> with someone so bad as me and they they were really nice and they and my daughter also i have to say if my daughter had because not only I didn't know how to take pictures, but also there was all the computer part, putting mm-hmm. it into the HD, yes. editing, mm-hmm. passing it then to a drive to give it to them. All the, obviously, I didn't know how to do that. So mm-hmm. I had to bother my, my daughter to do the editing. and Oh, it was my daughter.
2: Mm-hmm. So
1: And if she had... I think, criticized my photos and said, mother, you're really bad. Oh, mother, there's no... And she didn't. Mm -hmm. She said, no, you know, mother, you have an interesting eye. Mother, you will be able to do this. I said, I'm so bad. But she did encourage me also, which is sometimes when you get, you know, if, if your kids are too critical... You mm-hmm. close up and you don't right. go, you know. And yes. she wasn't. And I have to give her that amazing right. <laughs> credit to having right. helped me just for me to go mm-hmm. and experience this new thing. And, and uh, no, it was really fascinating. It, it's as if I was looking at the world for the first time. It, I felt mm-hmm. like a child
2: mm-hmm.
1: looking at the world you know for the first mm-hmm. time look at paying attention to things that i had never never seen at 60 mm-hmm. i had never paid attention <laughs> so it's mm-hmm. uh what i think is uh my case is that is amazing for me is that how was i so lucky to find something that i liked so much at 60 And Mm -hmm. how many things that all of us have that maybe we die without knowing.
2: Because I have
1: no idea if you can be gifted for, you know, painting or I don't Mm -hmm. know what else. Or I can be gifted for something else. You know, or even not even gifted, liking and enjoying Mm -hmm. it. But we are not exposed to it. So we may die without knowing so it was uh mm-hmm. it was incredible to it was a real gift real gift yeah. because yeah. normally at this age uh what I see with many friends you you know I'm now I'm 68 and you normally the normal thing you begin to close your life you no know? so you mm-hmm. begin to not be so adventurous you begin mm-hmm. to to look inward, into your family, into your grandchildren, into your and y- instead something opened up. So I'm running out around <laughs> the world trying to get these pictures. So something completely mm-hmm. reverse is happening to me. And that's mm-hmm. that was it's wonderful because you feel more alive and it's it's a mm-hmm. really nice feeling.
0: Mm-hmm. So did the photo- did the photography also? So the globe trotting is that something that was it triggered was by the there. photography? It no, was always so that was, was still always there. It was always there, okay. was okay. always there. since okay. I'm. yeah. I
1: was, a, you know, so that, very young. I always enjoyed. For example, I remember I was one of the few people in boarding school who loved the boarding school. I <laughs> didn't want to go to Brazil or go back mm-hmm. to, to to Brazil. I wanted to stay in Europe, mm-hmm. and. Uh, so, my holidays, I also didn't go back. I wanted to see mm-hmm. Europe. I wanted to go, I don't know what. I went to Switzerland to mm-hmm. do, you know, courses in summer. So, I didn't, I was very, always very curious. Mm-hmm. So, that was always there. And I continue, right. that continues the same.
0: Mm-hmm. That's very interesting. Yeah. So, So, you started, so, so, so you were always a globetrotter you you took that photography course in two thousand and thirteen and now you're you know you you're award winning photographer and you published two books and so at what point did you realize that you are actually a photographer at what was there a I moment? i don't
1: even realize <laughs> it nowadays Daniel
0: <laughs> okay I
1: even say i take pictures i don't you know it's difficult mm-hmm. for me to say because okay. i i don't have you see, I didn't study photography. I'm not mm-hmm. a, technically, I'm very bad. <laughs> it's completely intuitive. And if mm-hmm. you tell me do it again, I can't do it again. Uh, I, you know, it's, it's, uh, mm. so. It's difficult because, uh, when I go to workshops, everyone else knows much more than, I mean, they know mm-hmm. all the technical that more I technical. don't know <laughs> and I will not know because I'm not extremely interested in it.
2: Right. Right.
1: And I, I think I don't have so many years left in my life. So I have to prioritize what <laughs> I have to do because at this stage mm-hmm. of my life, I have to. You know, it's a question of years that you have to see, okay, how many years you have left and mm-hmm. what do you want to concentrate in? So
2: mm-hmm.
1: now it's a different game. And mm-hmm. so I see people. And the other thing that I'm obviously I read about, but I'm still behind me, uh, the history of photography. Mm-hmm. You know, I was exposed to a lot of art. But it's normally it was paintings. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I wasn't exposed to to photography. So mm-hmm. everything that is very normal for people who were 20 began to study and they know all the photographers and all that they did. Yes, maybe I know one picture or three pictures mm-hmm. of this photographer, but I don't know. I'm you know I'm behind in that also. Mm-hmm. But what I see that began to happen at certain stage is that when I took some pictures, I began to recognize sometimes certain painters, certain mm. feelings of painters.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: this, there's a feeling of this, or there's a feeling of that picture, or there's a mm-hmm. feeling of, it's a very, this happened a little bit. Later, because in the beginning, after the workshop, I only took my camera when I traveled as a holiday. I didn't take my mm-hmm. camera every day. So it took me like two or three years for me to say, no, okay, I'm going to take my camera when I go out, you know, just next door. I oh, don't sure. know.
2: Mm-hmm. That
1: took me a longer time. Mm-hmm. So, but Uh, and that helped a lot because i began to see things that near my house for example you know the little Mm -hmm. restaurant uh, i began to notice more because i had the camera with me so so but that took a little bit longer i had Mm -hmm. to be more confident of taking the camera
0: right did you so sandra did you ever wish you started when you were younger or do you think it you just. I have always that
1: doubt. That. I always <laughs> have that there. Are two two things. There's a pro and a con. Mm-hmm. The pro is yes, maybe if I had started younger, my reflection would be my, you know, that second that you have to click would be much mm-hmm. quicker. So I mm-hmm. would see things much quicker and click more times maybe and get yep. the picture. Okay, that that's but the second one is I have no idea if my mind would be there. I don't know what my mind if my mind assimilated things I had seen and that's why photography became interesting. I don't know mm-hmm. if my mind not prepared Would enjoy photography. I don't. I have no idea.
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So also, maybe are you saying maybe if you have studied it, maybe it would have, because
1: it would have triggered it,
0: changed maybe, but it had changed changed your approach. But I studied completely mm
1: -hmm. different things. So (laughs) I studied history in university and then economics. So and I went to do. My life was taking care of business, and mm-hmm. so it had nothing to do. So in my family, my sister is an artist. She's a painter. Mm. And my brother has a mm-hmm. magazine, but he writes very well. He was a very mm. always in university and school, very good writer. And mm-hmm. I was always the bureaucratic one, the one who did
0: <laughs> the, business all the
1: all the day-to-day things for everyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was the one who had, you know, the diary. Two o'clock right. this, five <laughs> o'clock this. The meetings. Right. I was never the artistic one, and mm-hmm. it was very funny to see this changing in my family. Mm-hmm. It's very funny because now my sister says, "Oh, Sandra, <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny uh-huh. because it wasn't my role. I never had uh-huh. that role."
0: What is your sister saying now, your artist? Oh, she's
1: really proud of me. She's proud of you? Oh, oh, she's very proud of me.
0: Oh, that's great.
1: Yeah, it's a lot of fun. A lot of fun because now she says. Now you can connect with me <laughs> yes <laughs> there there was something behind you, yeah. but I didn't know now we
2: can connect right. more.
0: <laughs> you guys can collaborate, yeah some, it's funny right. <laughs> that's great yeah. well that that's actually leads me it's a nice lead into my um next question. I want to ask you a little bit about. You know your upbringing and so you, you you're a brazilian citizen correct you, you i were born was born in brazil, in brazil mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: but my my mother uh is english was okay. she just passed away a month ago
0: oh i'm sorry so, to hear that
1: yeah and she was english and um, she also was a nomad she lived in france and then in california and you know she lived and when she met my father she went to live in Brazil and my father is Portuguese they came from Portugal Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and um, his family came from Portugal so and we the three children were born in Brazil and then we we came to Brazil I stayed until I was 12 then I went to boarding school Uh, and then my sister also and then my Brother only came to the states later, and then he he lives in the states for fifty years now. He boarding school was American. in the states.
0: Was the boarding school in no, the states? No, my no. My boarding school was in was London. in Europe in yeah, London. In London. Okay.
1: Well, okay. outside London, Surrey. Outside London. Okay. Yeah, it was in okay. Surrey, and then I stayed here some time, and then I went to university in the states, hmm. and then. Um, and then after university, I went to live in Argentina, in Paraguay, and then I went to live again in Brazil, and then I went to live in Italy, in Monaco, and then I went to live <laughs> uh London again wow. for many years. That's where my mm-hmm. children were brought up. Okay. They okay. came here and... Um, and then that's it, so I'm always okay. roaming around
0: always on the road, <laughs> yeah, and always. so well, this is another nice leading to my next question so so we talked about globe trotting earlier, but so your portfolio contains photographs from really all corners of the world, so cuba china, New York, Italy yeah. Thailand, <laughs> Barbados, to mention a few, and so. So I guess my question to you: What are your favorite places to photograph? And oh. then also, well, let's start with that.
1: <laughs> That's very difficult to say. Okay. Uh, it's very funny that question. Yeah, it's <laughs> stri- because there are in many interesting places to photograph, mm-hmm. and and there are many interesting places that I haven't been. Right. That I'm very curious to go. But there is something about, for example, Brazil that is not easy to photograph because Brazil is dangerous for you to have a camera. Mm -hmm. But because I have memories, childhood memories, it was a funny experience in Brazil, different than photographing other places because all those memories came back. And California is the same Mm -hmm. because I spent a long time in university in California. Mm-hmm. So there are some memories that come back. So it's uh, you. F- I think I feel more at home, although mm-hmm. Brazil, it's very strange. I feel at home because I understand the movement and the jokes and whatever they're saying much more because that's what I was brought up with. I mm-hmm. saw it since I was small. But at the same time, it's not, I mean, it's dangerous. To I mean, uh, mm-hmm. I'm I'm blonde and blue eyes with a big <laughs> camera, with yeah. a zoom. It's, you know, in Brazil, right. I'm a target.
2: Yes. And I,
1: I had my camera stolen.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah,
1: so, mm-hmm. you know, you are a target. I mean, any tourist in Brazil is a target.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So it is, it's a funny thing. I feel at home, but at the same time, there's some it's danger. So yes, it's a, a very danger. strange thing to say. <laughs>
0: right. Right, right. But uh,
1: yeah, yeah. In California, also, I have some very nice memories of California mm-hmm. when I was young. So right. they come back when I, and so that's why there's a lot of Brazil. I think brought me this all this light and colors. I love yes. the light, and I love yeah, the too. colors, yeah. and I mm-hmm. love the contrast, it's and beautiful. I love the those movements. Mm-hmm. That's uh, that's something I think came with uh it must have been there for a long time i think mm-hmm. i think i don't know how the mind works but i right. believe <laughs> it must have been there
0: yes and the, and the... It came out. <laughs> yes, I yeah. think it's coming out now. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> it's beautiful. So we'll um, and we'll link to your website and and all, all that, of course, as well in the in the in the show notes for this podcast as well. So for the oh, listeners, but anyway, of course. Um, so yeah, and you mentioned there there are places in cities and perhaps countries, other locations you'd like to visit. Um, do you have any specific plans for? For your next travels, um, you, you mentioned you, yeah. Did she say you went to Alaska, right? Uh,
1: I now I went to Alaska, yep. that, Oh, what a beautiful place! My god, but it's not people, I mean, it was much more nature 90% nature, yes. was nature. But I found an interesting thing there, I found a lady, a Russian lady from this religion, Old believers, hmm. uh, and it's a, a part of. Uh, these people were sent away from Russia because they were all believers. And there's a a little village in the middle of nowhere in Alaska that they they live. There's a little village. So I found this lady and she's very, that was very interesting to find the Russian woman there Mm
2: -hmm. with,
1: you know, all her. Russian, she dresses Russian, and all the little towns with all the paintings—you hmm. know, very interesting. It was. I I hope I'll go back.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: To, that was very. I mean, but most of the time it was nature. I'm planning to go to Iceland with my sister. Mm. Okay. I've been to Iceland already, uh, but. Uh, but I didn't photograph at the time, so I'm planning to to do this, but it will be nature also. Mm-hmm. Oh, but there's right. so many places in Asia, for example, that I would love to go. Mm-hmm. Uh so many places. Yeah. There's so many, so <laughs> many. So many. <laughs> so many in Africa. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: But it's it's not an easy trip in Africa alone, also. You, right. you know, it's right. uh so it's more that's why I'm not so young to do it. So that's why it's right. difficult. To be alone right. in Africa, it's not so easy. Especially right. with these COVIDs and things, you know, it's yep. made it yep. you know more difficult. Right. right. But I do hope to 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 still go there. Mm-hmm. Maybe next year I'm I'm trying yeah. to plan something. Okay. Let's see if I'm I'll be able to do it
0: I don't know that'll be great um yeah let's talk a little bit more about your photography and your style so so maybe what I'll do and I may go out on the limb a little bit but you and you but I'll let you respond to that so I'll I'll tell you a little bit what I see from your pictures and then oh, maybe good. I'll let you I'll let you respond
1: <laughs> it's much better <laughs> what you see so, because it's difficult for me to tell you yeah what I
0: see. And, and and I maybe hope Totally off. So, but um, anyway, so let me start with a few of my own observations after reviewing your portfolio, primarily on your website, um, and maybe, yeah, as I said, maybe just respond to that. So, so I often see the human condition or just you know people um, as a common thread in many of your photographs. Um, the the human subjects are often silhouetted, not always. Um, I see a strong sense of color, sometimes monochromes or similar. Really. Pleasant tones, complementary, pleasant color contrasts, uh, a strong aesthetic sense for composition, for layering. Sometimes you introduce abstract elements, um, and yeah. So, so I would kind, of, you know, and I, I know you don't, you you don't call yourself a specific style on your website, but I would say it's kind of an artistic travel and street photography. That's what I would. I don't know, and you may not agree with me. <laughs> no, no, so. I agree. I, I, I have no so. idea
1: what's my style, so I, I agree with everything. <laughs> I agree so, with every opinion of everyone. You know, yeah. I, I don't know.
2: Right.
1: As I told you, it's intuitive, so I don't. I do something today, and tomorrow okay. I'll do something completely different. So I don't have something exactly the same. I do. I do nowadays as I've been doing a lot of reflections. Mm-hmm. That is something newer and it will be my third book.
0: Mm. Nice. So it's, about reflections? Is it about
1: reflections? Yes, it's yeah. more about yes, that kind of more abstract.
0: Yeah, I like that. So that's great. Yeah. So so you're not so then you're saying you you're not really um i guess concerned um with style in that sense you no. as you said so you're really intuitive in your approach but but that said you know i do see i feel like i do see a, a threat and a certain style coming through you know coming through but you know you have been also doing this for a while now so <laughs> so yeah. yeah well well um let's let's move on to my next question so and and we talked A little bit about this already because i i I just i find it quite interesting when i read about you in one one of your interviews um so it it was it stated basically that you're very planful very organized you know um maybe even sometimes perfectionistic i'm not talking about photography and um so so i'm very curious because what is your artistic approach to photography? And you mentioned that already. You you use an intuitive approach, but I guess does has that changed? You know, has photography changed all this? You know, how you do your attention it, it, to detail. It has
1: changed me. It has made me. It has made me. I would say I began. My husband tells me that I became less competent in my other tasks. (laughs) (laughs) And I answer him, thank God. So that's what happened. I am, Mm. I was very obsessive. You know, I Mm. was very, very too much disciplined. And photography just gave me a little bit, Liberated me a little bit of this not that i'm I'm still very organized and everything, but not at the extent I was before,
2: mm-hmm. so
1: it gave me a maybe an excuse for myself to be not so so perfectionist with everything mm-hmm. because I think i I lost many opportunities. In my life, because of perfection. You know, everything had to be very perfect, like OCD a little bit. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, so people came to dinner, everything had to be so perfect that I didn't enjoy the dinner because I was, you know, doing the. (laughs) Nowadays, (laughs) I'm not like that. Okay, nothing, it won't be perfect and I'm okay with it. Mm -hmm. So, photography gave me this. It's kind of an excuse, okay, now I take photography, so I don't need to be perfect, so it's okay.
0: (laughs) So it
1: was good for me. It was uh, Mm -hmm. because in my family, I always had that role since I was small. With my parents, with my my brother, my sister, I always had the role of being the one who organizes, who fixes, who repairs the problems. And this is a funny role that you begin when you're a child and you stay with it. So it's a very funny thing. And now that I have two parents, the other day I was telling my brother, the two parents died. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's the first time, oh, my God, I don't need to do, organize uh, their lives. I don't need to take care mm-hmm. of their things. Like, it's the first time since I'm a child. <laughs> because mm-hmm. even a child, I was organizing.
2: Always
1: organizing. So, yeah, right. I, my mm-hmm. mother said that at six, I... Mother, you don't have an umbrella. It's going to rain. So I was six. I was Hmm. telling my mother to take an umbrella. You Mm -hmm. know, I was too much. It was too much. So I'm very happy not to be that anymore, to let it go a little bit, you Mm -hmm. know. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, it's much more fun. Life is much more fun. <laughs> much <good>. more fun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and so, so in your photography, then would you say, are you so are you still organized in your photography, or do you feel like it's it's not as much when you do your photography? When I are, go are you, are you out, planning I'm planning.
1: When I still? go out, I mm-hmm. I just go out when I feel like it. I mean, with okay. the camera, when I enjoy it, and I enjoy it a lot sometimes. And some there are days that I say no. Mm-hmm. They know when there's sun normally I run out.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> but uh and then there's all the part of editing and all that that I have mm-hmm. to, you know, that's the organizing part. But I love the part that I'm out and mm-hmm. seeing people and interacting mm-hmm. with people and
2: mm-hmm.
1: and that and the other day I was telling I play tennis.
0: Oh,
2: okay.
1: Every day. And I was telling, it's a very funny connection that I made the other other day talking to my tennis coach. I mean, I have one every place that I go because I play every day Mm. for many years. And uh, I was telling him that I need to continue to play tennis because I think it helps me enormously with... uh, for tennis, you need to prepare yourself before the shot is coming to you. Before mm-hmm. it's coming, you need mm-hmm. to be prepared. You need to know where it's coming before. You know, just as he mm-hmm. hits, you need to to go to the place that mm-hmm. it's and in kind photography. Of anticipate, right? Exactly, anticipate. anticipate. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you need the same thing in photography. You need to anticipate and mm-hmm. with age you do lose, um, you know, like older people take longer time to break the car. You know, a young person (laughs) sees something and breaks immediately. You're older, your reflection is worse. So the tennis, I think, helps me Mm -hmm. to anticipate and to be able then. If not, I'll miss it. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. I -hmm. don't... I don't want to be fr- frustrated that I see the thing, but I don't have time to take, to you know, to click. To yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, but I think that the tennis, I maybe I'm wrong, but that's what the other day I was telling my coach. I think I need to continue to play this for a long time because if not, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not going to click in photography. <laughs> <Not> to <be laughs> as
0: fast. Yeah. Yes.
1: <laughs> this, but I think it it physically helps me very much also. Hmm to be moving and going down and up and everything. But I think it's the anticipation that I think helps me very Mm -hmm. much. It's the mind thing.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I think so. But I don't know, you know,
1: I don't know if if you ever spoke to older people, if they have (laughs) these, uh, because I have to prepare myself to, you know, Get older and still continue to take photography. So right. I need to do everything to help myself.
0: Right. And if not, well, if and I won't get there. Yeah. I mean, right. I
1: won't be able.
0: Right. Especially if you you're going out and you know you you're on the streets on the beach. Exactly. Right? That, I mean, this is not just going. Yeah, taking pictures of some people. Some well, maybe, but it's different, right? It's, it's different. It's, yeah.
1: Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And sometimes mm-hmm. it's very hot. Yeah. You know, sometimes it's very <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's not agreeable mm-hmm. sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So.
0: Um, um, Sandra, I have a quick technical question for you. Um, you mentioned Zooms, but is that, are you usually using Zooms? I always use Zoom, okay. yeah. Okay, okay.
1: yeah. Uh, that's yep. my normal, I know, all my All the teachers I had, you know, the workshops, they always tell Mm -hmm. me to throw away my Zoom. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm very, it's very difficult. That's the thing. I agree with all of them. And obviously, they know much better than I do. Uh, But it's very difficult to change things Mm -hmm. that you got used to at this age. Because it's... They, uh, to adapt is much more difficult. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. with the Zoom, for example, when I travel, I, th- I have no idea what I'm going to find. If I want something far away, if I want nature, if I want something near. So, the Zoom gives me that possibility. Right. So, I feel right. comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. And uh, yep. understand. maybe my pictures would be better without it. But I got used yeah. to it. And yeah, I'm okay right you know
0: i think it makes sense whatever works right I, I yeah don't think there's I... a rule there's no rule <laughs> yeah <laughs> what to use no that's yeah it's interesting i'm very curious sometimes about that because that's the one the one gear related thing that obviously affects how our images look like i mean there are others right but that's kind of the the perspective changes with the different focal lengths and so forth but um, yeah I was just curious what
1: yeah because what, I like to look at things near and further away mm-hmm. so yeah I'm it's not only near right. I, I don't right. like that that with another one I won't get something further away so yeah. I like to get everything
0: get the, Yeah. Um, yes. and
1: that's it maybe my eye is always running around and trying to mm-hmm. look at too many things that I don't <laughs> know but mm-hmm. I would be frustrated not to get the one out away, yes. And mm-hmm. uh, if I had something great, mm-hmm. uh, but I uh, so
0: so the zoom gives you that flexibility, gives me that possibility yep. mm-hmm. and flexibility. Yeah, yep. yep. that's great. But
1: I mean, for another, pro- if I did a project, let us say it wasn't street photography, but it would be a project, for example, then let mm-hmm. us say with this Russian lady in mm-hmm. Alaska. So maybe with that, I know that I. I was, it's a different thing. I could use a, a camera that it was for near because that's what right. would be, then I would change it.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: But for my day to day, that's the the thing that I use.
0: The Zoom is usually what, what you yeah. do. Okay, got it, got it. So um, shifting gears again a little bit, um, what are your photography plans for the summer? So you came back from Alaska. Do you have. Anymore. Yeah, I'm
1: going uh-huh. to stay here another week, then I'm going to Paris, because okay. there's um, there's some exhibitions there, and um, there's um, Gulnara that I think interv- you interviewed.
0: Yep, Gulnara. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: I'm going to meet Gulnara in Paris. Oh, nice. Yeah, oh, nice. Okay. yeah she's in Russia, I'm going to meet her, and he may now also will be there. So. Wonderful. I'll meet them in Paris, and there's some exhibitions I want to go with them and this. And then, and my sister also lives in Paris, so I'm going to see her. And after that, I'm coming back here, then I'm going to Iceland. Mm-hmm. And then after Iceland, I'm going to Treviso, because I'm a special guest at the Treviso Festival. Hmm. And then I'm going to Italy to spend a month. And then after that, I'm going with an American friend. I'm going to do Paris, Madrid, and Lisbon.
2: Hmm. So, yeah.
1: (laughs) You'll be busy. (laughs) And then I'm back in California. In November, I'm in California.
0: Okay. And always with your camera.
1: (laughs) Always with... Yeah, I'm going to Texas and then to California.
0: Oh, wow. That's wonderful. That's great. Yeah, Um, so... So that'll be,
1: that'll be. It's nice. nice. It's it will be a good change in Europe. Yep. You know, it's yep. good in Europe because things are near, and you yep. can change completely everything—the culture, yep. the food, everything—and yes, it's only a cool. one-hour flight, so it's, it's not so far, near. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> it's, easier. it's very yeah. nice. I mm-hmm. like that. That uh, mm-hmm. very much of Europe. I really do enjoy it.
0: Mm-hmm. So, um, to almost wrapping up, but I, I want to talk about your. two book projects so the most recent book that is out the book is called Aguas de Uro if I say that right Uh, published by Radios Books in 2020 and we'll link to that as well um, in in our show notes Um, if you can tell me just what the book is about and maybe how the book project came about it
1: It came about mm, just taking pictures in Rio little by little I was Okay, you know, in the beginning, I only went to one beach, Urka, that was more a family oriented beach, only families Mm. went. Uh, it was a lot of policemen. The street is a you know, uh, cul de sac, how do you say it? Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, street that doesn't go out, Mm -hmm. whatever. And uh, so, I went there for I think a whole year. Just to you know, and then I got used to it, so I said, "Okay, nothing happened. then I'm going to now Ipanema, <laughs> and then I began to go to Ipanema leblon and um,
2: the and then I began to,
1: yeah, <laughs> and then I began to have a lot of pictures of Ipanema, and then I mm-hmm. said, Well, this really brings back my memories of my childhood and and many trips, adolescent, you know going to Brazil, studying outside, but going back and seeing my friends and all this. And how it changed completely because, you know, Ipanema, at, when I was a kid, was there were very few people hmm. and they were only from the south zone, zona, nord, zona sul. It Mm -hmm. was only the people who lived around Ipanema, Leblon, Copacabana, these places. Because Mm -hmm. there were no tunnels and no uh, underground and no buses to connect the north zone to the south zone. Mm -hmm. So in my time, when you went to the beach, it was a very elitist beach. Very few Mm -hmm. people, very Mm -hmm. well-dressed, all this. Mm-hmm. Now, when they connected to the north zone, I think it became a more interesting beach
2: mm-hmm. because
1: mm-hmm. then you have the two worlds colliding there. Sometimes it's very messy; <laughs> there's fights and everything, but it's a a fun interaction. It's a mm-hmm. it's a fun thing. To live through, because uh, for the north zone, the beach became one of the few uh, areas of really pleasure and and that they could get out of their problems. Because it, the south zone in Rio has a lot of problems of poverty, of violence. So the beach became the, it's like the amusement part. It's the Mm -hmm. only time that they can relax and have Mm -hmm. fun with their families without any danger. Because compared Mm -hmm. with what they have when they go home, this is really easy going. So I I thought it was very interesting to see it with two eyes. The eye that I grew up with. And how it transformed Mm -hmm. and how interesting it was, this transformation and the interaction of these two populations Mm -hmm. now, because you have to interact and get along in this piece of (laughs) beach. And, and it was, and I had some amazingly great things that happened, you know, that they helped me out. Look, Oh they call me you know they think I'm English so they begin <laughs> to speak English with me and I say no eu, eu so brasileira i'm brazilian <laughs> you could speak portuguese I said look this guy is looking at you he's going to rob you come here uh-huh. with us come to our picnic and they invite <laughs> me to their picnic oh, it's nice. so funny <laughs> uh-huh. and i say oh well, thank you so much that's so kind no he, you were going to be next be careful Mm-hmm. So they <laughs> saw something that I was paying attention to take the picture, so I didn't see it. So they were protecting me. That was so nice, and it happened more than once. There was another time I threw my camera inside of a little kiosk that they had, that mm-hmm. they were in the because some there was someone coming to rob my camera. I just <laughs> threw the camera to the guy doing the hot dogs. You know. <laughs> And he said, "Why do I have a camera?" I said, "Just keep it, <laughs> <laughs> keep it, please." <laughs> so it's all this interaction that is; mm-hmm. it makes it very lively, yes, very mm-hmm. much fun. And I go out of my comfort zone, yeah, and uh and I learn a lot. I think that's mm-hmm. the best part. I think I learn. I learn, I see many things that I wouldn't in my normal life. I'm, you know, I have a life that everything was, you know, do this, 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 this. You know, mm-hmm. there I can see how people react, how they do with the kids, how uh, families that, you know, do this with the kids. There's some kids that have the hair, all red hair, and they're three years old with little... <laughs> It's but it's so funny, and you talk to them and said, No, no, I think this is beautiful because this actress is doing this, so I put it in the hair of my child like that. So Mm -hmm. it it's a lot of fun. It's um I enjoy it very much. I think I I come back always smiling, so it's a very Mm, nice feeling. I always come back happy. I've never, (laughs) never been frustrated with photography. Hmm. even with the, if they I, uh, there was once they assaulted me and i said mm. please can you take the camera but give me my pictures yeah. <laughs> and, and said and they asked me why are they are they worth a lot of money i said no for no one is worth a lot of money but for me yes, yes. but <laughs> no one else would like them and they gave it back to me oh, they gave wow. me my thing <laughs> they threw it down and i got it <laughs> they took,
0: they the, took camera, the camera it's the okay case, it?
1: and i was smiling i said wow. okay this is much better than having <laughs> this camera who cares i'll get another one." <laughs> okay. mm. Oh, but he didn't understand he wanted to know if there was value in the face I said oh, no yeah, no course, value <laughs> <course>. <laughs> you won't get any money for my pictures <laughs>
0: yeah
1: <Yep. laughs> but it's 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 that I never. I went to many workshops. I went to mm-hmm. workshops with Alex Webb, with Pinkest Soft, and I went with um, David Allen Harvey. Um, I think with these three, mm-hmm. and uh, I saw many students very frustrated, and some even crying of frustration. Mm. I I would I never felt that. I knew that I didn't know and I had to learn. And when I don't know, I'm okay with it and I'm Mm -hmm. okay. I don't know how to do it and I'm whatever. But it always gave me joy. It never gave me any anxiety or frustration. None at all. On the contrary, Mm -hmm. it's always a plus. Whatever I do Mm -hmm. is a plus because I came from nowhere. So Mm -hmm. whatever plus is Better
0: than nothing. So right. that's how I see it. <laughs> yeah. So it
1: always gave me a lot of joy, and that's something mm-hmm. very nice, very very nice.
0: Oh yeah, It's very nice. Yeah,
1: I'm very lucky, very grateful, <laughs> very that's very great. grateful to I have found, found th- that.
2: This, yeah, yeah. That's
0: wonderful. It comes through in your photography too. I think it's I, I, what you're saying. So I'm really glad that we're yeah, I I, to I to have
1: a, yeah, I have a, a friend. Who did the book of, of Brazil? And it's very, it came out at the same time as mine. And it's very funny. Her book is a wonderful book, but it's about the everyday difficult life of the Brazilians mm-hmm. and really mm-hmm. inside their homes, yes. the sadness, those eyes so sad, and you know, all mm-hmm. these. And then my book is always the joy of mm-hmm. that they finding these few moments that they are in the beach normally the weekends sometimes in the weekdays also but and it's more the joy it's another side and it's very funny to see when I saw her book I said yes we're talking about the same country but completely different reading of the same country I don't want to see I've seen a lot of sadness in Brazil, and I've, you know, I did a lot of work of charity work in the favelas, mm-hmm. three different favelas, and uh, I have a school for underprivileged kids in Brazil, and I've seen it. I, I, mm-hmm. I don't want that. I want to have to see the, the joy, the, mm-hmm. the happy part. Right. The other one, it's it's you you get very frustrated in brazil because you you don't see it go ahead so whatever mm-hmm. you, you do a little thing you know it's so small but you know the thing doesn't go forward <laughs> and you mm-hmm. you're so frustrated with the yep. the sad the sadness of and the mm-hmm. injustice of having oh, yeah. to live in that way yep. mm-hmm. that you i try maybe not to not to do this in my work, right, maybe sure. in the future I will be stronger, and I will do it, but mm-hmm. I've seen so much already that uh mm-hmm. it's a part of Brazil that you know I've lived it, I've right. seen it, and right. i I just want to to show the happier part and
0: the joyful part yes. yeah, for now. <laughs> For now, mm-hmm. <laughs> who knows tomorrow? That's good. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, thanks for that. And so, I one of my close to final questions. So, so, what advice would you give to a new photographer who is? I'm just, sorry. I oh, oh, sorry. Sorry. Um, wh- what advice would you give um a new photographer who, that let's say they just are discovering their passion or love for photography? What well, would you you know what? What kind of advice would you give? Give th- Give to them
1: uh, if
0: they're just starting.
1: I, uh, I don't <laughs> feel that I'm. I don't feel. I don't feel I can help. I mean, I. S- that's the thing. It's. I don't know if I could help anyone. Because I don't even know why I see something, you know. Mm. I I can't rationalize what I see. Mm-hmm. So I I don't know if I.
0: You could give him I would so. say for <laughs>
1: sure. Don't get. Don't get lost in talking about all the technical part the, technical the whole time right. mm-hmm, the people mm-hmm. talk and talk and talk i did this fb blah, blah, blah. I, <laughs> up i put you i don't know the whole time the whole time don't lose i wouldn't lose so much time in that i would
2: mm-hmm.
1: i would maybe observe try to keep quiet maybe sit down and just observe mm-hmm. and from there begin to understand um i know what i go after i know i go after always go after sun i always Mm -hmm. go after the sun Mm -hmm. always shadows and that attracts me very much it's it for me it you know in london for example today was a all great days,
0: gray day. <laughs> it,
1: yeah, yeah. There are many around here, and yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and it's not interesting for me. It's really not. Mm-hmm. Even if I have a good subject, it's tough for me to take pictures in a great day. I don't feel, nah. So I go very much for that,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but I don't know how the mind makes you click in a b or c i don't know i don't mm-hmm. know how how it works mm-hmm. i know that if you've seen if you studied more obviously i think it helps your the catalog inside your cloud mm-hmm. is yes. fuller <laughs> so <laughs> right. it's better you mm-hmm. maybe you you can understand better if you've seen beautiful things in whatever art—sculpture, painting, photography, any kind of art—I think it it's there logged in somewhere, and I think it's like a foreign language that you don't speak for many years, but it's always there. You don't lose mm-hmm. it. Right. So I think you activate it. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I don't. But <laughs> at the same time, there are many good photographers that have. N- that never studied and right. i know there are some brazilian ones there's a case of one brazilian one who doesn't know how to barely read and write and he has wonderful photography so he mm-hmm. wasn't exposed to any art
0: mm-hmm.
1: so where did it come from so i don't know right. how the mind works <laughs> so right. it's it's a difficult one
0: it's a difficult one yeah 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 no but thanks for sharing your thoughts. And so, well, Sandra, thank you so much for, for speaking with me today. I think it was, was really a pleasure.
1: Daniel, it was it was great to speak to you.
0: All right. This concludes the episode with Sandra Catanea Adorno. Um, I highly recommend that you check out her work, which is really stunning in my opinion. It's at sandracataneaadorno.com. I will link to that in the show notes as well. And the episode show notes will be danielsickphotography.com forward slash episode 049. And as always, uh, thank you so much for listening. If you want to support the podcast, you can do that at the podcast website, Danielsickphotography.com forward slash podcast. And you can actually um go and um buy me a coffee which really doesn't buy a coffee but really supports the production of this podcast so this is always highly appreciated if you enjoy the podcast and yeah thanks again and talk to you next time